Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, August 11th. U.S. equity futures are up small this morning, so we have S&P futures up 7 points. That's about 16 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up just 10 points. That's about 8 basis points. And the Dow futures are up 90 points. That's about 27 basis points. Disney is up about 7% pre-market after its earnings report last night. In Europe, the major indices are also uh, pretty flat. So you have them, they're essentially unchanged overall. Strength in financials, so banks and insurers, along with energy. And you're seeing um, modest underperformance in the other major subgroups. Asia rallied across the board as those markets responded to the CPI in the U.S. yesterday. Um, the Hang Seng finished up over 2%. The Shanghai Comp ended up about 1.6%. And Japan was closed. Um, so pretty slow evening as of incremental news. Disney was probably the big highlight. Strong financial results, operating income and revenue both exceeded expectations, largely because of the parks unit, which performed very well. And they also saw a big, uh, they saw big growth in Disney plus streaming subscribers, which exceeded expectations. I have a lot more in Disney than in the piece. And then I sent around a lot of separate pieces on Disney. So I won't go into it too much. Um, but that's kind of the big highlight, I would say, as far as incremental news. You've had three Fed officials come out since the CPI yesterday, Kashkari, Evans, and Daly. All of them are kind of reiterating a lot of their prior messaging. So they acknowledge the CPI. They say it is a you know potentially positive sign. But you still have inflation that's very high, unacceptably high. Fed still has more tightening to go, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I think it's somewhat of a straw man argument. No one is saying the Fed is going to declare victory right now. Um, you know, you still have at least 100. You still have at most, I think, 100 basis points of hikes left, um, including 50 basis points in September. And then um, up to 50 basis points over the uh, subsequent meetings. Um, and you saw a balance sheet on wine that's happening as well, which will um, withdraw accommodation from the economy. So, you know, certainly um, you know, as far as inflation is concerned, you know, we are now, in, I think, in a disinflationary environment. It's just a question of the pace of disinflation. Um, you know, so I think this type of a message will be delivered at Jackson Hole in a couple of weeks as well. Again, acknowledging the economy. Um, acknowledging the um, green shoots that we're seeing on inflation. It's not just a CPI. If you go back over a lot of the July data, the uh, prices paid, prices received components of the ISMs, and then the regional Fed surveys all show um, a pretty steep decline in uh, inflation momentum. So the question is now, can this continue? Um, so again, I don't think by Jackson Hole, you'll get enough data for them to kind of really um, pivot in their messaging. But the September press conference um, I think will be um, a much more important event as far as the Fed and represent um, a more kind of dramatic inflection point. Um, no major economic data out overnight, nothing really new on Russia, Ukraine or China, Taiwan. Um, I think the big question right now for a lot of people is just kind of determining positioning. Um, you know, I think there's a sense that people are not nearly positioned enough for a tape that's kind of above 4,200 um, and, and potentially rallying further. And so how many people are either short or on the sidelines that have to now be forced to buy into a market um, just to keep up for performance? I think that's kind of the real debate right now versus just fundamentals. Um, and so my, you know, my view, again, is kind of fundamentally, I think you are, um, you're seeing a lot of encouraging news, disinflation, better growth, better earnings backdrop. Um, you know, the Fed is approaching the end stages of its tightening. You'll, have, you'll be at 3% of the funds rate after the September meeting. Um, and I think you're not going to go any higher than three and a half for this cycle. So all that's positive. But I think, you know, 
if one assumes a $240 EPS number for next year, which is very generous, um, and then an 18 times multiple on that, you're only getting to about 4320 on the S&P, which is really not much higher than where we are um, in the grander scheme of things, about 100 points. Um, and so that's kind of what I struggle with, whereby I acknowledge that you are seeing a lot of tailwinds, a lot of favorable headlines, um, but the upside potential just isn't enormous. Um, and that's kind of the conundrum that I think a lot of people are facing uh, in the market looking out over the coming weeks and months. Um, going for today's calendar, there's really not much on it. So you have the PPI, the weekly claims at A30, you have a couple of earnings reports. But again, after Disney, we're done now with calendar Q2 earnings for the most part. You obviously have a few more names that are still coming. Um, next week, we start with the July end quarters, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, et cetera. A lot of retailers as well as a lot of tech companies, analog devices, AMAT, Cisco. Um, so that's kind of going to give you the next insight, I think, into um, into the economy. And you have, I think, two big themes to get more clarity on. Um, you know, in semiconductors, we've had three really negative updates from Western Digital Friday, NVIDIA this Monday, and then Micron this Tuesday. I think analog devices will help clarify if this is a broadening inventory correction in the semiconductors that will last for several quarters, or if it's just kind of um, you know a deeper weakness within PCs and smartphones that's not necessarily spreading to the other end markets. Um, and then for retailers, you know, I think you're going to see probably you're going to see some awful Q2 numbers. But the question is, is are our sales trends is the consumer still spending and all indications suggest that they the consumer is still spending um and then are there have retailers had a lot of success in flushing out all that excess inventory and i think that's going to be the real takeaway from next week from target walmart etc if they have cleared out a lot of their inventory i think investors will kind of forgive um some ugly q2 numbers and kind of just look to the second half of the year uh, so that is everything for today, Thursday, August 11th. Thank you for listening.